Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, February 27th, and we start with local news. Following a three-day trial last week, a Murray County jury found Colton Shane Sutliff guilty on Thursday. Sutliff was found guilty of three counts of aggravated rape, two counts of incest, three counts of rape, one count of attempted rape, one count of aggravated assault, and four counts of sexual battery. Sutliff pled guilty to an additional four counts of incest at the beginning of the trial. A sentencing hearing is scheduled for May 5th. Sutliff faces a sentence ranging from 15 to 167 years in prison. Congressman Andy Ogles released a st- st- excuse me, statement on Sunday that the undergraduate Bachelor of Science degree he was awarded from Middle Tennessee State University in 2007 was in the field of liberal arts, not international relations, as he had previously stated. I previously stated that my degree from MTSU was in international relations, he said in the statement. When I pulled my transcript to verify, I realized I was mistaken. My degree is in liberal studies. I apologize for my statement, Ogle said in the statement he released by his office late Sunday evening. During my senior year in college, I transferred to MTSU to pursue a degree in political science and international relations. Due to an interfamilial matter, I dropped out of college and returned home to financially support my family during a difficult time, he said. Though leaving school was a difficult decision, it was the right one. I would do the same thing again today, even though withdrawing left several incomplete grades that would ultimately be registered as failing, he said. He went on to say, in the mid-2000s, as a non-traditional student, I set out to finish my final semester at MTSU through their distance learning program. I wanted to set an example for our daughter, demonstrating the importance of finishing what you start. Working with a counselor, I was advised to take 12 credit hours as well as complete a three-hour senior project in order to obtain my degree, he said. After completing the online courses, I was awarded a Bachelor of Science, and MTSU mailed my degree a few months later. At the time, it was my understanding I had completed my course of study in political science and international relations. Last week, I requested an official copy of my transcript and learned that I was actually awarded a broader degree in liberal studies with minors in political science and English. I look forward to continually showing our three children the importance of finishing what you start, never giving up, and overcoming past adversity, he wrote. The former mayor of Murney County was elected to represent Tennessee's 5th Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives by a 10-point margin over Democrat nominee State Senator Heidi Campbell in November of 2022. Ogles won a hotly contested GOP primary race for the nomination in August of 2022 after receiving the endorsement of Club for Growth and several other conservative groups and individuals. Ogles has recently been the subject of an investigative series on News Channel 5 conducted by Phil Williams, which has focused on claims that Ogles has embellished his resume in three areas, claiming to be an economist when he is not, overstating his law enforcement experience, and overstating his experience in combating human sex trafficking. I am proud of my body of work over the last few decades helping the people of Tennessee fight for freedom and individual liberty, and I look forward to continuing that fight for the 5th Congressional District. Ogles concluded. 
The Murray County Commission urged state legislators to provide more guardrails of protection to the Duck River, Columbia's main source of drinking water, last Tuesday by unanimously passing a resolution in support of a proposed bill sponsored by Representative Scott Sapicki and Senator Joey Hensley. House Bill 0447 would expand the river's scenic status parameters, adding additional layers of protection to the waterway, such as deterring close-by development. The bill is scheduled to be heard by the House Agricultural and Natural Resources Subcommittee on February 28th. According to the Tennessee Scenic Rivers Act of 1968, current scenic river protections span from Iron Bridge Road to the Marshall County line. The new bill would further extend the boundaries of protection of the Duck River from Industrial Park Road in Columbia to the Hickman County line. The county commission voted last fall to adopt the state Jackson law, which limits development within close proximity of water sources such as the Duck River. The county commission's move to adopt the Jackson law would restrict the parameters of certain development, including a proposed industrial landfill on the former Monsanto property that has drawn much public scrutiny. Last fall, Baton Rouge-based Trinity Business Group applied for a Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation permit that would establish a tire processing facility at the former Monsanto Chemical Plant site in Columbia. The proposal sparked much concern from residents and elected leaders, which led to the proposed state legislation that would add further protections to the Duck River, one of the most biodiverse rivers in the world. Leaders worry that the proposed tire processing facility, or landfill, could potentially produce toxic chemicals that could result in runoff into the waterway. In addition, the former Monsanto Superfund site contains volatile and combustible pollutants like phosphate buried underground, site studies show. Past concerns have centered around polluted leachate seeping to the soil surface that could contaminate groundwaters in the Duck River. Residents showed up at the commission meeting last Tuesday wearing green to show their support of the eco-friendly bill. Mary Susan Kennedy, longtime Columbia resident and mother of local century farmer Sam Kennedy, read a statement from her son during public comments imploring county leaders to protect the Duck River. Kennedy's statement emphasized his desire to see the protections move forward since he lives and works alongside the river, which runs through his property a farm that has been in the Kennedy and Delk family for over 200 years. The health of my family and farm depend on clean water, Kennedy read from her son's statement. Additionally, former Murray County science teacher Stephanie Sparks Newland has been actively advocating for protections for Duck River to keep the waterway healthy for the next generation to ensure educational and recreational opportunities. We'll be screaming for joy across the county if we can get the protections, Sparks Newland said. Commissioner Aaron Miller, who represents the 7th District, where much of the Monsanto property lies, stated his support of the additional protections. We all enjoy or take something from the Duck River in the county, Miller said. We have an obligation to do what we can to protect it. Representative Sipicki, who was present at the commission meeting, urged commissioners to make an in-person show of support at the 113th Tennessee General Assembly on February 28th. Representative Sapicki said the bill has a chance of failing if commissioners do not show adequate support. Concerned citizens are also penning their hopes on TDEC, rejecting Trinity Business Group's permit application for the landfill facilities at the old Monsanto plant, which is within a mile of the river. In 2010, the Duck River was given the designation of the most biodiverse river in North America. While some species have already succumbed to extinction, an additional goal is to maintain the river's wealth of over 500 types of species, some which are found exclusively in the Duck River.
The Tennessee Council of Cooperatives recently awarded a $1,000 scholarship to Michaela Beth Scott of Columbia, a student at the University of Tennessee Martin. Michaela is a senior working toward a bachelor's degree in agriculture business. She is the daughter of Tim and Bonnie Scott of Columbia. After graduation, Michaela is planning to complete the co-op training program and work toward her master's degree in agriculture at the university. She is currently employed at United Farm and Home Co-op in Columbia. Michaela's farm and agriculture interest stems from living and working on her family's fifth-generation commercial beef cattle operation. The TCC is a nonprofit organization established to promote the cooperative form of business through education and promotion of all types of cooperatives. TCC has two types of memberships, including parent cooperatives and individual cooperatives. The TCC is made up of member representatives from various cooperative organizations in Tennessee. The TCC sponsors six college scholarships for agricultural students from each of Tennessee's four-year agricultural programs, Austin P. State University, Middle Tennessee State University, Tennessee Technological University, and University of Tennessee Knoxville, the University of Tennessee Martin, and Tennessee State University. The scholarship program, started in 1984, is an effort to acknowledge and aid the young people most likely to return to communities served by rural cooperatives. To be considered for the $1,000 scholarship, the student must be a citizen of Tennessee, enrolled in a college of agriculture, maintain an overall grade point average of 2.5 out of a possible four points, and, if possible, be in his or her junior year of study. For more information about Tennessee cooperatives, the Tennessee Council of Cooperatives, or the TCC Scholarship, contact Roberta Smith, TCC Administrative Secretary, <clears throat> at 423-447-2121 or via email at smithr at bledso.net. For more information about Tennessee cooperatives, the Tennessee Council of Cooperatives, or scholarships, you can visit the website at tennesseecouncilofcoops.org. On Saturday, Columbia's Kiwanis Club held their annual community yard sale. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy stopped by the Memorial Building on Friday to see the treasures they had to offer. This is Delk Kennedy Front Porch Radio. Today I am at the Memorial Building in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. The Columbia Kiwanis Club is having its annual yard sale fundraiser where they raise money for the Murray County Imagination Library giving free books to children all across Murray County. I'm speaking with Dwayne Beck, who's heading up this year's yard sale. And Dwayne, first of all, what's happening here at the Memorial Building this afternoon? This afternoon, Friday afternoon, Kiwanians are unloading their donations. We're a 100-plus member club, so think of it as a 100-family yard sale. Plus, uh, members of the community will be dropping by here shortly and dropping off donations and we will be filling up the room with treasures that we'll sell in the morning. All right. And I'm looking around the room here. I'm seeing everything from sewing machines to furniture. It looks like you've got a lot. But if people do have something that they want to help out, donate to this yard sale for children's literacy. They've got to come by this afternoon. What time? Uh, 1 to 4 o'clock. We'll be here at 4 o'clock to take your donations and say thank you very much. That's today, Friday. February 24th, 1 to 4th, Memorial Building this afternoon. Now, tomorrow morning, Dwayne, at the Memorial Building. From 8 a.m. to noon, what's yes. happening here? At 8 o'clock, the doors will open, and uh, we'll have hundreds of shoppers here. Uh, we believe in yard sale pricing, so everything has to be gone in four hours. 
okay? So it's priced right to go fast. So there's a big crowd here early shopping. We've had the same, a lot of the same people come back year after year after year because they like to hunt for a bargain, and we think we've got good bargains. All right. Again, folks, that's this afternoon at the Memorial Building from 1 to 4 to donate items to help the Imagination Library project here in Murray County. And again, tomorrow morning from 8 a.m. till noon uh, here at the Memorial Building, you can find some bargains and treasures. And again, proceeds go to the Imagination Library free books for kids. It's all being done by the Columbia Qantas Club. Again, Del Kennedy Front Porch Radio. Dwayne, congratulations. Thank you, Del. Appreciate your support. Thank you. Derek Young, a graduating senior at Columbia Academy, has been named a finalist in the 2023 National Merit Scholarship Program. The finalists were selected from a pool of 16,000 semifinalists named in September of 2022. All finalists will be considered for the National Merit Scholarships to be offered this year. The National Merit Scholarship Program Finalist Certificate is a high honor bestowed upon graduating seniors due to their distinguished performance and high potential for future academic accomplishments. Finalist candidates are proven to have this strong combination of academic skills and achievements, extracurricular accomplishments, and potential for success in rigorous university studies. Young is the seventh student from Columbia Academy to achieve this honor and the third in the last four years. He is the son of Philip and Brandy Young and brother of National Merit finalist Philip Young III from the class of 2020. He currently possesses a 4.6 weighted GPA and has received multiple university offer letters, including from the University of Alabama, the University of Alabama in Huntsville, Tennessee Tech University, and Harding University. He is currently undecided. The selection of some 7,250 scholarship recipients is in progress now, and scholarship offers will be made by March of 2023. Scholarship winners represent fewer than 1% of the initial pool of student entrants based on official statistics released by the National Merit Scholarship Corporation. Hosted by the Murray County I'm sorry, the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation and presented by First Farmers and Merchants Bank. The annual Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will take place Saturday, April 1st at Riverwalk Park in Columbia. Proceeds from the 2023 Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot provide funding for Murray Regional Health's mobile medical unit, which delivers healthcare services to at-risk and underserved individuals throughout southern Middle Tennessee by providing basic health screenings, education, and resources. A portion of the proceeds from the Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will also support the Foundation's Wellness and Aquatic Center Healthy Living Endowment and the Columbia Parks and Recreation Department. In addition, the Murray County School with the most participation in the event will receive a donation to their PE program from the Foundation. The Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot is a great tradition for both Murray County and the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation that helps support our mission of providing important healthcare services for individuals who may not otherwise be able to obtain care, Foundation Executive Director Joe Kilgore said. We are excited to host the Mule Kick 5K and look forward to an exciting race, he said. On Saturday, April 1st, the race will begin at Riverwalk Park in Columbia with an 8 a.m. start time for the 5K and a 9.15 a.m. start time for the one-mile trot. Both runners and walkers are encouraged to participate. Participants may register for the race online at runsignup.com forward slash mulekick5k. 
The Mule Kick 5K has become one of the great annual events for Murray County, and we are honored to be involved again as presenting sponsor, said Brian K. Williams, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of First Farmers. We're thankful for the tremendous work of the Foundation in helping to serve the healthcare needs of others throughout our region, he said. In addition to presenting sponsor First Farmers and Merchants Bank, Scott Sponsorships ranging from $350 to $2,500 are still available for those who are interested in marketing exposure at this event. For additional information, contact the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation at 931-380-4075. To learn more about the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation, the Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot, or to make a direct gift to support the Mobile Medical Unit Fund, you can visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash foundation. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Robert Carlton Derryberry Jr., 71, a truck driver for Premier and a resident of Columbia, died Wednesday, February 22nd at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Derryberry will be conducted on Monday at 11 a.m. at Murray Hills Church of Christ. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Monday from 10 a.m. until service time at the church. Mrs. Griffitha Glasser Cook, 79, a resident of Columbia, passed away on February 24th. The funeral service celebrating Griffey's life will be held at Zion Presbyterian Church located at 2322 Zion Road in Columbia on Wednesday, March 1st at 1 p.m. Burial will follow in Zion Cemetery. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a real mix today with clouds and showers early, followed by clearing skies and sun later in the day. The high will reach 75 degrees. We are under a wind advisory with steady wind coming out of the southwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Winds could occasionally gust over 40 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 46 with winds calming a bit to 10 to 15 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. 
It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello friends, this is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. Thank you seems appropriate for this time of year. At Tennessee Children's Home, we have even more to be thankful for this year. We have a new campus and have moved in. We've been overwhelmed by the support you've given us to the move to the new campus. Please continue to support us as we try to pay off this debt. Please go to our website, tennesseechildrenshome.org, for more information. This is Brian King from Tennessee Children's Home. More than 95% of people incarcerated will come home like I did. I'm William Arnold, director of the new Tennessee Office of Reentry. When they come home, we want to be ready to help remove barriers to employment. It's okay if you've been incarcerated or justice involved. Help is available. Go to tnworkready.com or visit your local American Job Center. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Labor and Workforce Development, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. tnworkready.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee House Republicans on Thursday overwhelmingly passed a ban on gender transition health care for minors, which will require transgender children to end their current medical treatment by March of 2024. The bill prohibits children from receiving puberty blockers, hormone therapies, or surgical procedures. 
People who received the treatments as minors would also be able to sue parents, guardians, and physicians for authorizing the care under a statute of limitations under the legislation. Bill's sponsors initially included language to categorize parents seeking such treatments for their kids as abuse or neglect, but that section was later stripped from the bill as it made its way through committees. If it becomes law, the bill would officially make, I'm sorry, take effect this summer and give existing patients until March 31st of 2024 to cease treatment, a timeline that House Democrats have argued could medically harm the patients. The bill will soon be sent to Governor Bill Lee's desk, which kicks off a 10-day countdown, not including Sundays, for Lee to sign it into law. Even if Lee chooses not to sign, the bill becomes law without his signature unless he vetoes it. Though he rarely takes an explicit position on pending bills, Governor Lee on Friday signaled he is supportive of the bill's content. The American Civil Liberties Union plans to sue Tennessee if Lee signs it into law. All Tennesseans should have access to the health care they need to survive and thrive, Lucas Cameron Vaughn, ACLU Tennessee staff attorney, said in a statement. Gender-affirming health care for trans youth is safe, necessary, effective, and often life-saving. Legislators are risking trans young people's health, well-being, and safety with this dangerous legislation. We urge Governor Lee to veto this overreaching, discriminatory bill, or we will see him in court, he said. House Bill 1 bans minors in Tennessee from accessing gender dysphoria and transition treatments, such as puberty blockers and hormone therapies, in addition to surgeries. These treatments and procedures have a lifetime of negative consequences that are irreversible. Bill sponsor Representative William Lamberth, a Republican from Portland, said Lamberth has called transitional transition care experimental and dangerous for children. Major U.S. medical associations, associations such as the American Medical Association and the American Academy of Pediatrics have supported gender transition health care as evidence based medicine. The legislation was narrowly tailored to allow the same medications to be used medically elsewhere as long as they were not used to treat gender dysphoria, while Republicans rebuffed pointed Democratic attempts to block other plastic and reconstructive surgeries that minors can obtain in Tennessee. Filed as the first bill of the session following a high-profile controversy that erupted last fall over Vanderbilt University Medical Center offering gender transition care, the legislation moved quickly through the General Assembly. The vote on the floor today was extremely strong, Lamberth said. We're going to protect our children mature naturally and give them the love and assistance mental health treatment that they need, he said. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Columbia's own 7th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Tournament returns March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex. Come see the Lady Volunteers face off against Austin P. starting at 5.30 p.m. Opening game, Columbia State versus Motlow College at 1 p.m. Food trucks on site and parking is free. Tickets are $10 and sold exclusively online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Or check out the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation today. The Midstate Classic, March 15th. See you at the game. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Having just celebrated their 30th anniversary in 2022, Lone Star, the highly acclaimed and multi-award winning country group, announced their new album, 10 to 1, an invigorating re-recording of 10 of their number one hits, which will be released on Friday, June 2nd. There's something about combining nostalgia with innovation that turns a beloved memory into an engaging new experience. That's the foundation for Lone Star's 10 to 1, giving fans brand new versions of the hits they have loved for years. Amazed, the lead single from the collection, which originally spent 11 weeks in a number one position, is set for a Wednesday, March 1st release. Re-recording songs that fans have loved for years can be a tricky proposition. After wrapping up their most successful touring year ever last year, Lone Star continues to maintain a busy tour schedule and in 2023 will enjoy a bucket list moment as they headline Nashville's famed Ryman Auditorium for the first time on Friday, March 3rd. A stop on their national headlining 10 to 1 tour. We've done a few sets there and played the Opry there, but we've never done a real show there and we've wanted to for years. You can find tickets at www.ryman.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.